Time to learn, scout, win, and repeat. Let's continue the process. Welcome back to Pit Row. I'm your host, Ralph. This is a Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment NASCAR podcast. We're going to talk about last week's action in Atlanta. We're going to take a look at what we can see or expect to see this week in New Hampshire. And along the way, give you some fantasy trip picks at two, I guess. Uh, DraftKings, NASCAR, FanDuel, whatever. Really quickly, though, before we get started, www.tigerbombsae.com. You can find all the Tiger Bomb podcast there at our website you can click on the page for pit row and listen to this podcast there you can also watch this podcast via the youtube page there and if you want to search for us just search for tiger bomb sports audio entertainment and whatever platform we're going to pop up so youtube that's what you search for you can find our page like and subscribe it'll notify you when the new episodes come out usually every friday you can also find us on social media on facebook and twitter that very same way and you can also find us in any app where you listen to your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Just search again. Too easy. Tiger Bob Sports Audio Entertainment will come up. You can like and subscribe. Listen to all the podcasts. Maybe you like true crime, baseball, football, something for everyone. All right. Now that we got the heavy lifting out of the way, let's go back. Let's talk about Atlanta because now, obviously, we do this every week. We review the previous week's race, but we're into this stretch of the season where um, getting down to the last few regular season races, those guys that are looking out in the playoffs only have so much time. You're thinking about your Chase Elliott's. He's missed a bunch of time due to injury in the one because of suspension. But it's not just him. There are other guys, too, that need to make a push. This is the time, and so we'll, we'll probably see something interesting this week because of that. Now, <clears throat> NASCAR is working on their you know small track package. Um Hasn't been the best, and they were hoping to do some tests this weekend for a new package that would be for next year, but inclement weather in New Hampshire around the track um, this weekend, and so they canceled that, but they know that they need to keep an eye on where does the package go for short track racing. So just something to keep in mind. We're going to see maybe some of what we saw last year, and so that's why we're going to rely on a lot of our information from last year. But even before we get there, let's go back last week to Atlanta where we knew something was going to be up because of the weather. Inclement weather mean that we knew we were going to play around with that. And from the get-go, you got this sense that we're going to try to get the race in and may not be a complete race. And so there was a lot of angst from the beginning. There was a lot of pressure from the beginning. We knew this was going to be a quick start from the get-go based on last year. But with the added expectation that the weather would halt the rain, with Doppler radar showing that, yeah, we could run enough laps to make it official and then call it. We saw this extra intensity to start the race. And so Atlanta night race, let's roll. Ford's up front as expected to start. They dominated this track in 2022. They dominated the qualifying this year. And so not a surprise there. Early order becomes Almarola, Logano, Blaney, Briscoe, Burton, Gibbs, and Harvick. Burton qualified well. Can he hold it is the point. We looked at him as a salary saver on NASCAR last week on DraftKings for the reason of uh, the manufacturer Ford and just the idea that all these Fords did so well in 2022. Let's look at some of the cheaper Fords and expect that they also can have a bump in performance versus maybe what we've seen from them on average this year. He was the guy we took the guess on there. You know, so qualified very well. 
I was feeling really positive about that after explaining that to you guys, why we should specifically target him to say salary, and then seeing him qualify, that had me feeling very good. Well, that's that's just the first part of NASCAR life, right? Then we have to actually do the race. So lap 18, we get the caution, and it is Harrison Burton, all 32. <laughs> Big wiggle. That didn't last long. That's frustrating. But the 38 is a wizard. McDowell for not plowing into the 21. He's just chasing the playoff spot, doing everything he can to keep that car out there. Harrison is lucky. Green again now. Larson running with the Fords, uh, the, the number five up there. So the order becomes Almirola, Logano, Blaney, Cindric, Truex, Briscoe, and Truex. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry, Briscoe, and um, I don't know who else was after that. Sorry. We knew that the uh, we knew that the start would be aggressive, as I said. But now NASCAR is bracing for inclement weather, so these guys are trying to establish even more positions. So just like we said, it would play out. So then we see this increase in intensity, knowing that 140 becomes an official race. The time is now. Almirola is quick. We're already at lap 47. Single file racing. Not a lot of guys driving down the challenge at this point. Staying in that middle lane, middle high, if you will. Logano slips by Almirola, and Almirola battling back. Can't pass. 12 is pushing his teammate. Logo. He's got Blaney behind him. Almirola going to try to inside. No luck. He's got no help, so he tries to find the top again. Hard time getting back in, though. He was thinking about making that line down low. Didn't, and you don't want to lose too many spots. And so he tries to slide back up. Tries to fall back in line. Has a hard time doing so. Bell barely clears the 45. The 45 skidding like the Dukes at Hazard. 10 to go in the stage. Uh, the 45 had some help skidding from the two. Hell of a save, if you ask me, by the 45. But the two uh, gave him a little knock there. We had some, we had some traffic, basically. Bell is flying to the front. He started in the back, but he's been moving at this point. Truex darts down low. He's going to try it. He's struggling. The 20 uh, is behind him, which makes him want to stay low. 20 goes high, leaving room for the 19 to slide down. He, uh, I'm sorry, 20 goes high. Truex is uh, teammate, Bell. So uh, Bell goes high, and then he leaves room for Truex to slide in, but he won't. Truex is going to stay the line down low, and then finally the 19 takes the leeway from the 20 and tries to hop back in up top. McDowell, uh, McDowell is the head car down low now. He's like four cars back from the leader up top. He's doing a really nice job. In the turns, McDowell driving his butt off. And the 19 hops down low in front of the 34. Smart by Larson. Uh, they see McDowell running well and figure he can't draft. Um, so, excuse me, the uh, the 19 of uh, uh, Truex hops down low. Sorry, I don't know why I'm blanking on these uh, the driver names now. But smart by Larson, they see McDowell running well and figure he can draft. Meanwhile, Blaney overtakes the 22 of Logano. The five is still inside. So the five hops down. So I hope I explained that well. We saw McDowell running down there. Then the 19 hops down in front of him. And then we see Larson just decide, yeah, this is good. We can, I can go run that too, right? And so I can move up some spaces if I hop down low and get a part of that is what I mean to say. So the five stays inside. Meanwhile, Blaney overtakes the 22 Logano up top. Logano with the move inside. He tries to clear the 12. But Larson pops out low. Now Larson is down low again for the three wide. He pops. So, again, Larson was on the bottom lane. He pops down even lower to make it three wide. So we got three wide. Larson and Blaney to the finish for the stage. And then Blaney takes it. I mean, really exciting stage finish there. Some very fast forwards going at it up front there. 
with that uh, Chevy of Larson's. But, ooh, man, let me tell you, the boys burned it up right there. Uh, third stage wins for Blaney this year, and let me tell you what, that is speed. They were racing. That was fast racing. Okay, the 19 with an issue on pit road. So he basically gets spun around. That's going to force him, you know, to start back a little further. Luckily, he hadn't left pit road. But, yeah, he gets turned around on pit road. There's just a lot of traffic, guys coming in, coming out. He gets spun around. But we get our restart now. Blaney getting a Penske push from the 22 and the 2. 12 is way out front now. Larson up top and Logano down low. So the order becomes Blaney, Logano, Larson, Cendric, Suarez, Bowman, Cendric running well. We continue to see just a handful of cars at the bottom, try the bottom. It's a rough life down there if you want to live down bottom. Haley running ninth now. He ran well in Xfinity the day before. Caution finally comes out. 24 slides sideways. The 24, tough day so far for Byron. Flat right rear, trying so hard to get it going. Restart now, Truex down low, and Bubba Wallace up top. So Truex going to try down low. So here we go. The order becomes Wallace, Truex, Priest, Logano, Bowman, Blaney, Cedric, Boucher. Oh, and then we get another caution quickly. Uh, Briscoe, Austin Hill, Larson, all involved here. Larson got a lot of tape on there, uh, trying to correct some of that damage. Um, but a lot of uh, you know contact between those cars, and uh, he's able to get it back out there. We go green, 62 to go in stage two now. And so now we have uh, <clears throat> Blaney, Haley, Almany, Bowman, Logano now. There's a lot of bumping and grooving on the track and along the fence. Uh, lap 49 in the stage, single file out front. Order becomes not Blaney, it's Boucher, Haley, Almendinger, Bowman, Logano. Sorry. But again, a lot of traffic on the track. Like, you know how we normally see these guys run these single file lines or these two double, you know, straight lines. Guys, there's a lot of moving and grooving. There's a lot of shaking and baking. There's a lot of tipping and tapping. So there's a lot of that going on, and it's very, very close to um, the top of the track. Single file order out front. What order at this point is Boucher, Almendinger, Logano, Blaney, Priest, Cendrick, Bowman, Hamlin, Reddick, and then Corey LaJoy. Ty Gibbs and the one are just banging at this point in the race, you guys. 11 to go before the race is official, and the rain is moving towards the track. Larson with an issue, has to take it to the garage. He's out. A tough day. He had a lot of cosmetic damage. I mean, he's out there running around with so much cosmetic damage. So finally has an issue. He's taken in, not where he wants to be, obviously. And then with LaJoy slammed up top. He gets slammed up top. The ones involved, the 54 is banged up good. LaJoy was running well, as we saw. We just talked about that. But during this caution, the leaders seem to be staying out. Thinking about the weather is playing into whether these guys Pit or not, and what they do when they pit, everybody looking for an edge at this point so late in the race. So we go green again now. Logano getting a push from Blaney down low. Ford action for you. So the order becomes Boucher, Cendric, Logano, Blaney, Bowman, Brad Kay, Haley, and Elliott now. Cendric with a clear challenge to Boucher, and he passes, but he's so far out. Uh, in front of the 12 and the 17. Uh, he's so far out in front after the pass, though, that the 12 and the 17 just ping back. Once you make that pass, you get out front in that clean air. These other guys are drafting together. They're going to catch you quickly. He just slingshot it way too far out, and there was nothing else out there but him. So the 12 and the 17 just come right back. And uh, Brad Kay's in the combo now, too. So Sendry, Brad Kay, Blaney, Boucher, Logano, all up front. Brad K great into the corners. That's how he's making up time. And Boucher is behind him now. So here they come. 
two and the six battling for the lead at this point, and it's an official race now. So 75 of 11 in the stage done. We're racing the rain, ladies and gentlemen, at this point, truly. Inside line is getting tough now. Two and the six still up front. Brad K out front now. The 12 and the 17 behind Brad, uh, who's way out front. Uh, Hamlin with the caution, brings up the caution flag. They were three wide. The 48 split up the racetrack and clipped the 11, and he just got loose. The 48 just got loose. That clips the 11, so really salty business for Mr. Hamlin. So we were under two laps to go before the end of the stage, you know, in the stage um, at that, and then open pit row, and then also cleaning debris now. So there's a lot from that dust up. So we got a lot going on with that uh, caution there. Interesting to see, though, Bubba bring it in. He had enough fuel to play with and also the rain coming. I don't know that I care about the tires that much right now. It's the thing that I kept thinking when I was watching this race. I could be wrong, but with the delay looming the, uh, that could end the race, it just seemed like they were in a good place to take advantage of that. Yet they did not, and they pit, and they came in. They stick into the original strategy. I don't know the state of his tires. That's the only thing I can think of is why they would come in. All right, we get our restart. McDowell up front now. Here's Almendinger pushed by the 24. The two of them slide down low. Now it's Byron, Almendinger, Suarez, Gilliland, uh, Yaley, Stenthouse, McDowell. His damage is hurting him, though. He can't really do much. Harvick around. He's on the apron. Still green. He turns the one, he turns the one and the two. No caution. He's able to get around. Um, I'm sorry, he's between turns one and two. Um no caution, though. He's able to wheel it around because he's down low on the track out of the way. 86 to go. Brad K has the freshest tires. The 34 is in his way. Skid, Preach, and Priest and Bubba. That's the skid. Caution, 79 to go now. And with 75 to go, NASCAR just brings the field in to the pit road and stops the cars. Then we get a red flag. And likely that's it, and that is it. They call it. Byron takes it. That one's called due to weather. And that is how William Byron secures his fourth win of the year. A little bit of luck there, a little more than a little bit of luck, but that's all they needed on Sunday to get that victory. Uh, as far as DraftKings goes, <clears throat> not the best day for me because we're playing for a complete race. And so it, he's not one of the drivers that I had necessarily coming out on top. Like I was so invested in those Fords. And as we saw, they were running strong. I have no doubt that as the race cycled through, we probably – get a different result but who's to say that's that we chalk it up you know if you if, if you can't afford to lose don't play you know that's the thing about it so i'm not going to cry over spilled milk we will come back and be more dominant this week though so with that we want to take a look at the crayon 301 at new hampshire motor speedway this weekend we're going to loudon track length is one mile we talked about the challenges nascar uh, nascar's current sprint cup series packaging is having on the smaller uh mile race but they're working on it. Not this week because of weather, but we're working on it. Cup Series purse for this race, uh, just over $7.5 Race distance, 318 miles. So we're going to go 301 laps. Stage breaks at 70 and 81. And then the race is over at 301. Most re previous winner, I'm sorry, most recent winner, Christopher Bell. But in fact, all the Gibbs ran well there. Um, so, you know, we take a look at some things I want to consider for this race. Bubba Wallace is only three points behind Daniel Suarez and Michael McDowell. He's chasing a playoff spot. Bubba has been solid. If not, I would just say <clears throat> consistent. He's been consistent. I'll take that. I'm thinking about the fact that 
he can have a great week this week. He did well here last year. If he stays to his consistency, I think he can edge himself into a final playoff spot this week or get closer to it. So I have a lot of interest in him being only three points behind Dan Suarez and Michael McDowell. <coughs> now, AMJ Allmendinger, also very close, 13 points back. One of those guys in front of him has a DNF, and he finishes in the top 10. That's a mix-up. That's a mix-up in the standing. So we have to look at AJ Allmendinger this week. That's a salary saver on DraftKings, so we definitely want to pay attention and plug him in with some of our more high-powered drivers. Chase Elliott looking in, trying to make his way in for the reasons we stated before. But again, right guy, right team, right car. He's going to bring it on at the right time, and he had some pretty good success here last year. I like his finish from last year. You go back and look at the race. They ran well. They were there all day. Hendrick in total didn't run bad last year. You think about Bell when you think about this race. You think about Toyotas, as you should. We'll talk about that in a second. But we cannot mistake, if you go back, what the Hendrick cars were able to do. I don't have a problem with Chase Elliott. He needs this. We want to ride that. We want to ride that. Christopher Bell, though, the reason why he's so, if you don't know, the reason why he's so highly regarded this weekend is that he owns New, he owns New Hampshire so far in this next-gen era. Two top two finishes in both races, okay? So he's either one or second uh, in the two races we've done here. And that's including when last year, 2022. In his last eight races, Bell has uh, six finishes outside of the top 10. So he's been cooling. Decent start to the year. A lot of hype to begin the year. But we've seen him cool as Jets recently. And so this is a chance for him to take a track where he's had a lot of success and catapult himself back into the championship picture. At, Net, at New Hampshire, this guy has, uh, he's raced uh, and he's won at every level of NASCAR. He has one Sprint Cup Series win at, at this New Hampshire track. He's won three times here in Xfinity. He has won in the Craftsman Truck Series here. Dare we say it, Christopher Bell knows New Hampshire. He knows this track. He knows this place. Joe Gibbs is a team that traditionally has done very well here. You may even use the term dominate. We've seen this last year and the year before. We've seen who he is. Do the math. Let's put two and two together. That's how those four wheels roll into Victory Lane. We do want to touch on. Cindric, like we said, he is um, a guy who finished well here last year, and we're thinking of salary saver. So $6,100 on DraftKings. I'm looking at that performance last year, and I think he's priced too low. We want to take advantage of that to fit in some lineups with a couple of high-end guys. McDowell, 5900 racing for the job in that 10, basically, that Alan Roll is driving this year. He's trying to get that ride for next year. He's trying to make the playoffs. He has so much urgency and so much. And he got lucky last week because of that delay. So he gets the top three finish. He got lucky. But so much urgency in what his team needs to do front row. I, I think that the $5,900 is perfect for what we want to do this week. But as mentioned, I'm going to play Hendrick. I mean, I want a full lineup of them because it's never been easier to do, guys. They're down pricing 
Bowman so much that you can make this work, to be quite honest. Byron is also priced too low for a guy that has had so much success this year. I'm not talking about this track. I'm talking about this year, and he's coming off of a victory. How many times do you hear when the guy's coming off a victory, he's hot, and they say it's going to roll in the next week, right? For whatever reason, we don't see a lot of that talk this week. But not often on DraftKings, as I said, can you actually fit in all those Hendrick cars in one lineup. You can do it. You can do this, and you can pay down with those other guys we talked about. So I just gave you essentially the six cars that I'm going to use in one lineup. House. Steve, uh, you know, uh, Stuart Haas, I want to get investment there. These are guys that did well last year. I like what I saw from most of these drivers last year. I think even Alan Rose in play. I obviously love Harvick, but there's something about these Fords. Chris Boucher, he's in the playoff picture along with Brad Kay, but those two teammates, they're going to turn it up. They've been turning up. They're going to keep it turned up. I like what these guys have a chance to do this week. I want to play them with Stuart. I want to get involved. RFK Stuart. Let's mix it up. Let's do it like that. This is a track where I want to see, can I pair up these teams again? We can obviously go to your all-star guys or whatever, but maybe a track where we can pair them. Don't forget about Rowdy. Kyle Busch had a great run here last year. Some, um, you know, the way the end of the race came down did not favor him. Uh, in terms of pits and tires and things like that. But I think Kyle is better this year than he was last year. I don't know if I'm going to say he's a, you know, a top dog in this race. I think he's taking a step back in the Chevy than he would have been racing with Joe Gibbs. But you have to look at his body of work, and he's going to be there. And he's had a great year. So I like Kyle. But also, as I just mentioned, Gibbs. We talked about their success here. So, you know, even just taking aside Bell, we need to look at the rest of the Gibbs cars. Hamlin, for sure. You've got to look at, um, excuse me, why am I blanking right now? You've got to look at Ty Gibbs. That's who I'm looking for. And Martin Truex. Truex ran well last year. Now, they had some issues with tires at some point, making the wrong move there. But at other points, that car was fast. And if you guys remember, Truex qualified up front. That's something we want to pay attention to. Logano qualified well last year, too, and Logano ran well last year. So, again, going back to that Ford, you know, idea, put those in the lineup together. But, again, we've got enough ammunition to say we got to put these Gibbs cars together. And Ty Gibbs especially, because he's not being talked about, there is not a lot of previous success without him having run, you know, many Sprint Cup races here, if any. Just the one, I think, maybe. But – with the success of this team and the success of these cars at this track, yeah, that's the guy we need to talk about. So that's another identified price break right there. In addition to that, I think I've got all the rate, the drivers. I want to, again, mention Elliott. Don't pass them up. But also, check practice, guys. you got to check qualifying. I want to be sure of what I'm seeing uh, before the race starts. And so make some lineups now, but save some room. You can reserve a lineup on DraftKings or FanDuel. You don't have to put in the, the drivers yet. You could reserve it now and go back and put it in on Sunday. But I want to watch qualifying because I want to see uh, the things that I'm suspecting going to happen, right? Like Chase Elliott, how's he going to qualify? You know, um, is Truex going to qualify well? Like I've got interest in these guys, but it's going to solidify based on that qualifying. And that's going to sway any new decisions that I want to make. The only other teams I want to mention that I haven't talked about, 
is Trackhouse um, because they are in the playoff picture still, but you're getting an extreme price break on these guys. Both these guys were double-digit – or I'm sorry, both these guys were um, five-digit price last year around this time of year. You're getting Chastain for 8,800. I can't remember the last time you got Chastain for 8,800, under 9K, right? So, you know, you got to take the value there. You can pair those two um, with front row if you want to, and then you can just pick, you know, plug and play the last two expensive guys. Or you can just use track house to offset some other more expensive pairings. But we want not to forget them. They were literally, before the rain caused the you know, eventual red flag ending of the race, they were looking for a bounce back. Last year, or I'm sorry, last week in Atlanta, if they could have pulled that out, we were talking about, and again, the weather came into play, but we were talking about them trying to win their third race in a row is what we're talking about between Chastain and VSG. They're not going away. Uh, these guys are in it to win it, trying to solidify some, um, you know, playoff points, get some, get some, you know, uh, momentum rolling for playoffs, if you will. So that's what I'm looking for. But be sure, be sure, be sure to watch qualifying. That's it guys. That's all I got for you on my birthday weekend. Thanks for listening. You guys, thanks for watching. We'll come right back here next week. We'll talk about what we saw. We'll chop it up. If you're playing good luck, let's all watch and have fun have a safe weekend. Peace. This has been pit row. If you'd enjoyed it, drive back through next week. We'll do it again. Another tiger bomb sports audio entertainment production.